Hey, it's Harry. You're about to listen to Building, the podcast charting our journey to starting 1225, the audience first growth marketing agency. We want our podcast to be a very open and transparent look around the journey of starting an agency. And you're about to listen to one of the very first episodes where we haven't even decided the agency name. So you'll notice that that does not get mentioned throughout these early episodes. We hope you enjoy listening. They just didn't concentrate on the value. They didn't represent the value or even show trends or insights about that. It was just about the tactics. And I think some agencies, they focus on these vanity, vanity metrics, you know, like the impressions and the, the likes and the shares from social media and stuff. Like that's going to be driving business impact. It's, it's not. And There is a very obvious question that can be asked here, which is why aren't we doing this ourselves? You, you alluded to it there. There are plenty of templates that we could go find as well. But for us, fundamentally, that is our shop window. And one of my biggest bugbears when I do, which I'm sad, I like to spend my weekends analyzing the work other agencies are doing, is if your site isn't to the standard you'd hold your clients to, like, it's a weird juxtaposition. So we need to make sure that all those guidelines, all those best practices, all the, the insights we provide a client, we're holding up on our shop window as well. And I think working with someone to custom develop that makes the most sense. As we were talking, I came to the realization that risk or the perception of risk, however you want to describe it, it's not real. It's like an invention that we've made to make ourselves feel better about not making decisions. So if we actually think about it, right, like we always execute against the information that we have available and you're never ever making a decision without any information available. Like you're always feeding in data, whether that be Hello and welcome to Building, our podcast that charts our journey to setting up a new growth marketing agency. This is episode number eight and the recording date is the 19th of May 2023. And this week has been quite a remarkable one on our journey, I would say. It's, it's probably been a kind of three, four month journey so far. And um, this is the first week we've really sunk our teeth into um, sales pitches, consulting with uh, potential clients. And we've even managed to get some verbal confirmations along the way as well. So all very exciting. Um, Harry, how are you feeling about it all? I think before I jump in with uh, with an answer to that question, I like how we're on, what, episode eight now? And every time I can watch you reading that intro that is scripted, it is so funny. And obviously when we release these podcasts, we'll probably release this video recording as well, or at least highlights from it. And uh, this is absolutely going to be part of it, me calling you out for, for reading the script every time. I've got to act professional in the, the opening part of the podcast. So, um, yeah, now that you've caught me out, I'm going to try and catch you out at every step <laughs> of the way as well. <laughs> but back to the to the question. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, it feels like momentum is building, which is good. We, when we've been planning, we've always said that we kind of have like a three month free hit, right? Like we're still both in employment. We have three month notice periods or at least agreed with our existing agency to to do those three months. And that has given us a bit of a free hit to like, obviously not aggressively go after sales because we can't, it's a very different or difficult um, territory to navigate, but we have been able to reach out to some existing contacts and, and maybe build some new ones and, and hit sales a little bit. And it's gone, I guess, as well, well, if not better than we would have hoped. 
So we've spoken over the last couple of podcasts about how we've had proposal decks to work on, or maybe a few pre-pitch calls and, and things like that. But this week feels like the week where we've started to see the fruits of, of some of that labor. So I've had a couple of follow-up emails from a pitch that I did last week. Brendan, obviously you had a, a very good opportunity yesterday to, I guess, consult with a potential client, but also sit in on a review meeting with an existing agency, which I think is great for us to take some learnings from and also potentially, you know, build that relationship with the with the client. And the fact that we have verbal on something is is huge as well. What I will say for that is what a pain in the ass creating a contract for the first time is. Um, data protection policies, liabilities, um, all that sort of stuff is a world that definitely gets overlooked when you think about starting an agency. But if we're having to do that already, and I'm complaining about it now, that can only be a good sign. All right. Absolutely. And I think we're, we're in agreement that you're going to be the ops guy and I'll be the people guy. Yeah. Should we say that now? <laughs> I, I, I think like if anybody knows us like that, I think that was the conclusion they would have come to as well. Uh, so yeah, I think you'll rather than people guy, give yourself a, give yourself a stronger title. I'd say you're the closer and I'll, uh, I'll focus on the op side of things. Fair, fair. And that's a nice little segue into um, the kind of status update of our weekly podcast um and the first point of that was verbal confirmation we've managed to get confirmation on our first kind of client so um really excited about it and um again it comes from one of my former contacts that i worked with um way back when in our previous previous agency so yeah really positive it's a strategy project first of all um, done in a certain way to basically help identify the opportunities for the brand and kind of get our foot in the door again and just kind of work through um, kind of those opportunities and see how we can best support them moving forward. I quite like the fact it's a kind of project basis. Um, whilst we've still got our day jobs and we've got to be professional and kind of see out our commitment there, this allows me some kind of nice thinking time in the evenings to get on with that project as well. So um really excited that that started it's nice to have our first sale so um we've always said about getting a sales gong in the office so every time we get a sale we'll ring the gong so um yeah that's the first one in and obviously the work now is to to get a couple more in hopefully for the time that we actually launch and kind of get set full time with this agency so I would agree with everything that you're saying there. I think what is interesting and potentially something that we can go into a bit of detail on is you did something quite nice with the commercials around that project, right? Yeah. Um, basically, I think we both agreed that we're brand new. We, we need to get some uh, people in, in the door and have the clients there that we can obviously harness and kind of tell to other people yeah we're working with these brands you know it's that kind of social proof element so um firstly offered them a discounted a massively discounted rate on the um project maybe like 33 percent as a full price but also said to them they could have it even lower if they give us a testimonial um for our website and for our marketing materials or even backed ourselves and said, look, you can have this work for free if you then sign on for us with a, on a long-term um, retainer. They snapped that up um, and yeah, gone with it straight away. It took them like two days from pitch to sign it off and say, yeah, let's go for it. It's a kind of win-win situation. So yeah, um, delighted with that. I think we, we've kind of set 
like the first three or four clients that we sign, we've said we'll do kind of reduced rates to get them in the door, just so we get that bank of kind of people that we're working with and that kind of testimonial type um, work in place for our website. And then from there, we can build um, further as well. So um, anything to add on that? Uh, I think this is just where I probably come in with my ops hat on, which is, to me, that makes commercial sense. So I guess more holistically, I'm not a fan of discounts on services like like, like an agency. I don't think it's a, a world in which we'll want to get into longer term. I don't think undercut, undercutting on retainer fees or anything like that is the is the world we want to be in. But from an ops perspective, yes, our overheads are low. Like we don't have a, like we, we will have an office, but as of right now, we don't. A um, couple of software subscriptions, but that, that's that's pretty much it. So we know what those forecasted overheads are, are going to be. So if we can get a cluster of four to six clients who cover those overheads, that means we're in a very good place, right? That means that we're getting paid. That means our bills are getting paid. That means that we have those foundations to to build upon. So if that means that we do have to discount a little bit on those initial four to six to get those in, to get those overheads covered, to allow us to then really rapidly accelerate growth. To me, that, that that's commercial sense as well. So I'm a, I'm a big fan of the of, of how you approach that. And I do think we'll probably approach that for a few more as well in terms of the first couple and, and how we propose the commercials. I do have later on when we get to bringing a topic to a table, some, some further thoughts on that, but I, I want to stick on the status updates for a little bit because I'm really intrigued to hear your thoughts on, I guess, being sat on the other side of the table, if if that's how you want to describe it, and you being in the room while another agency was, I guess, presenting their work back to to the client. How did you find that? It was amazing. Like you said, I've, I've been doing this for 15 years now, and I've not had the opportunity necessarily to, to be on the other side. I'm usually always the one that's kind of pitching the ideas and kind of talking through the questions. So to sit back and see an agency go for a review, and I'm not going to slate them in any which way. It's different styles, different ways of doing things. But without sounding too big-headed, I know the stuff that our current agency and also the agency that me and you are launching, it's light years ahead in terms of the way that we talk about things. They just didn't concentrate on the value. They didn't represent the value or even show trends or insights about that. It was just about the tactics. And I think some agencies, they focus on these vanity, vanity metrics, you know, like the impressions and the, the likes and the shares from social media and stuff. Like that's going to be driving business impact. It's, it's not. And with some of these companies that are starting out on their growth journeys you know that might seem impressive but when i turned around and gave my recommendations after after the review meeting they were shocked but also quite impressed by that and if anything i've i've learned what not to do necessarily <laughs> and moving forward but also you know it opens up another avenue that i think potentially we could explore as you know being consultants and helping people with growth, whether that's kind of working with us directly or whether they just want us to help with like pitch processes and stuff like that with different agencies and stuff. It was great for me as well, personal development, getting in front of a board of directors and um, all high level, all obviously experts in their individual fields and so on, and actually being able to share my knowledge and experience over working 15 years in the field. It, it made me come away with a sense of 
yeah okay i can do this like yeah i'm ready for it so multitude of different ways but for me it was that personal kind of almost validation that yeah you're on the right path you're going to make this successful so and i think for any agency to see how another agency pitches will always be useful because there'll be bits that they do that you've never thought about or not done and you think wow that's an amazing idea and the bits to avoid and it also provides that validation of oh actually yeah these parts of our pitch processes are really good so all in all it's just a really useful and interesting kind of viewpoint i mean I, i was there at the the review for like an hour but then another hour of feedback and stuff and i'd say that's probably some of the most useful work i've done in a good couple of months when it comes to kind of specific consulting um for a client so yeah i enjoyed that kind of change of pace uh, for one day as well yeah I, i'm jealous if i'm honest like i i would have loved that and i think it is something that potentially we might seek out a little bit more in the build-up to our launch is just getting some eyes on how other people are doing things like you said like we're not there to to be critical in those meetings or or to, or to offer praise really either we're just there to be observers and to as you did off the back of that then offer some recommendations of course there is a slight benefit to it like we're not just doing that out of the kindness of our hearts i'm sure part of those recommendations was probably that there should be some kind of pitch process and potentially like we could throw our name in the hats to, to be working with them in future but beyond that it's mutually beneficial right if nothing else comes from this you've been able to learn a bit and see what goes well and what what and what doesn't and they've got some value as well in terms of you being able to provide some recommendations so yeah i think i personally will be seeking out a few of those opportunities hopefully before before july yeah and being introduced as an independent marketing advisor i like that nice yeah it's that well with me so um yeah that was my trip um yesterday in fact um we've obviously we're still working on a couple of sales opportunities trying to get them over the line but it's been a big week kind of marketing wise for the agency ourselves as well so i think we've just got the final run through of all of the copy but that is essentially done so um shout out to jack who was on a previous podcast um done some sterling work there um held up his end of the bargain and produced some really good uh creative kind of copy for us um appreciate his patience as well with our many many lines of kind of feedback and all, all your videos so um i'm sure we'll work with jack again in the future he was fantastic and i think our main kind of process over the next couple of weeks is to start getting the website designed and get someone to build it for us because I don't fancy sitting there playing around in uh, code and going back 10 years in, in the career and trying to hash things together. So um, any update on the site design, Harry? Uh, just progressing. I think the the big thing that we've taken learnings from in the past is we don't want to like dive into the design until we have all of the copy down. As you said, like what, maybe 45 minutes to an hour ago, we received what we hope to be the finalized version of the copy. So we can now accelerate things a bit further. So hopefully by this time next week, so today's a Friday, by Friday of next week, that should all be at least first draft, if not some of those pages signed off. And then this evening, in fact, you and I were out for dinner with somebody who we hope is going to help us with the the development of the site. Now, there is a very obvious question that could be asked here, which is, why aren't we doing this ourselves? You, you alluded to it there. There are plenty of templates that we could go find as well. But for us, fundamentally, that is our shop window 
and one of my biggest bugbears when I do, which I'm sad, I like to spend my weekends analyzing the work other agencies are doing, is if your site isn't to the standard you'd hold your clients to, like, it's a weird juxtaposition. So we need to make sure that all those guidelines, all those best practices, all of the, the insights we provide a client, we're holding up on our shop window as well. And I think working with someone to custom develop that makes the most sense. So hopefully that goes well today and we get a little bit of a discount, if not maybe some free work in return for years of friendship. Um, but we'll, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's a nod. Now that I'm starting my own business with you, I've realized contacts, 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 contacts. So important to nurture those contacts and kind of keep those relationships. I've, you've, you've told me in the past, like, I haven't dismissed kind of partnerships or, or friendships and stuff. It's just when you're busy, you don't mm. always put time into it, but you need to because you never know when you might need a, a helping hand in a certain situation. Use uh, kind of help and expertise. So um, that is a definite kind of learning on my part. And I'm anyone we work with on the on this kind of launch now that yeah i'm going to keep in touch with them and kind of keep networking them because you never know when those like paths will cross again so um yeah just just wanted to add that bit in. the last part of my status update section is the bit i dread because i mean we've got three days two days it's it's, it's friday so we've got two days to meet the allotment but um target accounts harry how, how are you doing with your target accounts I think I have less of a defense than you as well, because uh, I could ask you where you're at and you could say, well, I've been closing business. Um, I have not been. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> so, so far, <laughs> so far this week, and it's now Friday, I'm on zero for the week, which does mean that Saturday, Sunday needs a bit of an effort to get 10 in. I think I may, well, I, I'm likely to fall short of that, which isn't ideal. Like we do definitely need to hit this, but I think what this process specifically on target accounts is allowing us to understand is how difficult this is for clients as well so as we develop and we develop our services i think abm is a likely route that we'll be offering for some of our especially b2b clients and we'll be setting them this kind of challenge and normally but okay how does two weeks sound they have a whole bunch of other responsibilities as well so i think we need to do two things one of which is really help people understand the value of those target account lists. And hopefully this podcast can can go some way to doing that, right? Which is once we have that target account list, we'll be able to report on the success of that target account list. But the the other side of things as well is how can we streamline this process? How can we make it better? Are the tools that we can use to help automate it? Are the maybe like virtual assistants that we can use and and maybe even AI, whatever it may be, to, to help streamline this process. But that's a long way of me maybe with some avoidance tactics saying I've done zero. I'll push to make sure that there's at least one on that list, if not 10, but hopefully you're going to make me feel better by saying that your number's close to mine. Yeah. Um, hands up. I haven't had the chance because uh, as you say, I've been closing business um, this week and next week's just going to be just as busy in terms of I've got to start doing some delivery on the business that I've closed. So that's making my commitments um, harder. And this weekend, um, yeah, I'm putting laying down wood flooring in a in a 35 meter squared space. So it's going to take me all weekend. I'm going to be knackered. So yeah, I doubt I'm going to get all 25 that I committed to last week done. So um, 
just moving on a segment to oh, hang on hang on hang on hang on hang on two points on that before you i love how you just skirted by that so quickly um before before we wrap up on that two two things from me first yeah. of all 35 square meters someone's doing very well um and the, 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 the second point is uh the that actually the the i guess the supply of that wood flooring came about from some sales conversations as well right so um every cloud yeah absolutely correct it was because i managed to get a bulk trade discount um that made it cost effective for our budgets considering we're starting this business yeah so that's an investment um for you know if the business needs further investment you know things like that will help but yeah, but no, yeah, no, um, no, no free shout shout outs yet though, right? We'll mention their name if they if they sign retained services. Up until that point, nothing. Correct, correct. Um, I'm, I won't. But again, it goes back to what I said about contacts. It's learning. It's like keeping your contacts that you've built up in that. Yeah. Some some call it the little black book, and so on. You know, it's important, and that helps you out along the way. Like if we wanted to do that with any other business. There's, there's no chance I could have afforded that. So that's yeah. why. Um, so, yeah, and I'm I'm only pushing it forward to the sales commitment because instead of like saying all the usual, I'm sorry, I will get to it. I'm just going to commit to adding an additional five. So in the next nine days, I'm going to try and get 30 accounts. Okay, nice. Well, uh, okay. the, the great news about this as well is every week we record ourselves saying that we're going to hit a certain number and then just continually fall foul of it. But um, I think as the, ultimately, like we said, as long as you get to 100 by July, we've done the job. But we know what that momentum needs to look like and those milestones need to look like. So, yeah, I'll come on to the number that I'm prepared to commit to at the end of the podcast. Cool. Okay. So the third segment of regular segment that we have in these podcasts is bringing a topic to the table. So, Harry, you've got five minutes to bring a topic to the table. Five minutes. Um, okay. I'll let you pick from the headlines. So my headlines are people buy from people sales and buying into content uh concepts not results or the perception of risk which one would you like all of them sound interesting to me but just based on where we are currently um and i i think i'd appreciate your views on it because i i think i know what you'll start talking about but the perception of risk okay interesting so i was out for for a coffee this morning with um with Byron, who we used to work with, he now runs a very, very good paid media agency called Profit Spring. And as we were talking, I came to the realization that risk or the perception of risk, however you want to describe it, it's not real. It's like an invention that we've made to make ourselves feel better about not making decisions. So if we actually think about it, right, like we always execute against the information that we have available. And you're never, ever making a decision without any information available. Like you're always feeding in data, whether that be like from a business perspective, financials, you might have a spreadsheet, you're making some, making a judgment call based on that spreadsheet. If you're jumping out of plane, which again, could be perceived risk, like, you know, what's happening, right? Like you can see that, that in front of you, like if the plane was on fire, you're going to jump out of the plane. If not, then you're maybe doing it for some kind of adrenaline rush, but the perception of risk isn't real and that's what is really really harming business at the moment in my opinion so bring this all back around to what the actual point is here 
is that the perception of risk of me saying risk isn't real is just a nice bit of clickbait for maybe a TikTok clip or something. But the the real reason here is that we're in an economy at the moment where like decisions are being delayed. We're seeing it at our, at our current agency. We're hearing it from a bunch of different agency owners that retainers are being stalled, sales proposals are being stuck at the maybe stage, if that's what we want to call it, for, for a long period of time because of this unknown of like, well, what's going to happen to the economy? Like just waiting in itself is a risk if you want to describe it as that. So everything is unknown regardless of the information that you have available. So I'm coming to the idea of like, let's just start. Like that de-risks everything. Like forget contracts, forget monthly commitments, all that sort of stuff. Let's just start. The risk of not is what? You're just going to stay where you are. That That's all not doing anything means. If you invest in a marketing agency or you make that decision to buy a piece of equipment, machinery, whatever it may be, you might move forward, you might move backwards, but it's better than standing still, right? So I think there's, there's potentially a play here that could be incredibly powerful, which is like saying to clients that we're in the sales process of right now, like, let's just start. What have you got to lose? Instead of going through a formal pitch process with a bunch of different agencies, it's going to probably take two months. Let's just start. Let's just agree a monthly fee and let's just start. No commitments. We can just roll monthly. And if after a month, two months, it hasn't worked, you haven't really lost anything. Yeah, okay, you've lost a bit of like financial investment, but the time there to decide if we are the right agency for you or not is the same as if you went for a formal pitch process. So let's just start. And if it goes well, great, we're all winning. If it doesn't go well, well, you've saved your time of going through a formal pitch process to then work with us, to then have another two months before you decide it isn't right. And then you're four months down that line. So I think there is potentially a very powerful message that we can lead with here, which is let's just start. That de-risks everything, but it sounds riskier. But this comes down to the more holistic point that risk isn't real. Nice. I like that. I enjoyed that. Um, fair. I can see it. So... How do you envisage it working um, in terms of would it only work for set clients, for instance? I couldn't imagine some corporate settings, especially when you add in the word procurement, teams mm. like that, or legal teams that want contracts, that want the paperwork. How, how do you envisage that working or don't you? I don't think it does, if I'm honest. I think it would need to be smaller, probably founder, owner-led companies who have the ability to make that decision like i think ultimately if we're in the world where we are speaking to those like i don't know like FTSE companies and things like that like yeah it's it's not going to work Pro procurement would be involved but i think if we look at our vision and what percentage of our client base that's actually going to be i don't think that's going to be huge and i think now if we're lacking get the the ones that we are speaking with two of them have said to us directly we want to move quickly now i one of them i sent them a proposal two weeks ago we have a follow-up call on monday and I'm kicking myself now thinking like, when they called me to say, we'd like you to pitch for this, why don't we say, let's just start. This is our retainer fee. Let's just start. No commitments, just monthly rolling. And let's just see where we get to in three months. Because I'd back us to be doing a good job. They probably would back us to do a good job. Otherwise they wouldn't reach out to us. Like you can't move much quicker than saying, let's just start. When can you start? Oh, we can start Monday. Exactly. It's like an actionable pitch, isn't yeah. it? three months you can pitch your work like by doing the actual work i mean there's many times that we work on clients and it's like the first three months is like the 
quick win stage to get you a bit of traction whilst we actually do the the groundwork. So I'm fully behind that. I, I think that's a great point. And, you know, it's an interesting proposition because it's away from what many, many agencies do, which is this convoluted pitch process of like four weeks to get to a pitch and then it's like the follow-up after that. So within that time, in two months, there's a hell of a lot of work that you can do and a hell of a lot of traction that you can start spinning, especially when it comes to organic search. Like we know it's a slower, slower burn play. So two months further down the line, you're going to start seeing green shoots and you're closer to, to the start of your growth journey. So, yeah. Can, I, can I give I, you a... Can I give you one more nugget that came out of the, the meeting, I had, well, the coffee that I had today? Um, and hopefully he doesn't mind me sharing this. If he does, then I'll have to bleep it out or something in the, in the edit. Um, sure. So we were talking about getting people excited about concepts and how in SEO we talk a lot about keywords, which I'm not a big fan of, but that's the nature of the beast. And we always describe it as there's let's say there's 500 searches for a particular keyword. We say the opportunity of this is, is, is 500 people, right? How can we focus on that side of things? There's a great narrative you can flip there that says like, you're missing out on 500 people every month because you don't rank for this keyword. That is so much more powerful than saying the opportunity is 500. So let's go through the other one and go, this is what you're missing out on. So when we yeah. talk about topic clustering and all that sort of stuff, which in this total cluster, you're missing out on 15,000 people. Make it that way you will. Yeah, it's mad because PPC almost has that kind of baked in. Like you, you go on like yeah. Google ads and stuff like that. It's like lost impression share. Like everything is like you're missing out. So I think <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a great concept. And um, it's certainly one that will be a strong play uh, for the right client. So. Um, I'm conscious of time and the fact that you need to go and pick up your partner because otherwise you'll get shouted at and I might not see you tonight. So conscious oh, hang on, that. hang on. She might, she might be listening. She's also very nice. Yeah, of course. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you probably deserve to be shouted at if you pick her up. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying like, yeah, let's move. Um, weekly commitments, uh, quick fire, 20 seconds on what your weekly commitments are. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it quick. So um have one one sales proposal so far booked in site design first draft all done by this time next week and um, i'm gonna go for it I, I said 10 last week i didn't do it i'll go with 10 this week so that makes my total over the two weeks of 20 and we'll see where i get to you but i'll give myself the slight caveat of if another sales proposal comes in which i think it might then i might reduce that number down but i'll uh, i'll update everybody next week yeah like it Mine is to kick off the strategy project for our first client um, and up to 30 target accounts. Um, so that's adding five to the list of target accounts I haven't got round to just yet. So um, those are my main commitments next week. Yeah, nice. I like it. Well, well, oh, you forgot. And uh, laying the uh, all 30 T square meters of your wood floor as well. It's 35, like luckily I've got I've got my father-in-law to help because he knows what he's doing. I'd be an absolute nightmare if I had to do it by myself. It's gonna be painful, man. I'm gonna be like, my knees are broken and I'm gonna be on my knees for uh, basically 24 hours of the weekend. I'll be thinking about you when I'm on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I don't like that. Well, that's a nice little segue to our usual ending, isn't it? So, um, yeah, unless you've got any more, Harry, I will. Perfect. Okay, well, swing well, but true. To help us build our audience, please like, share and subscribe. If you listened on Apple or Spotify, please leave us a five-star review. And if you watched us on YouTube, please leave a question or comment and we'll get back to you. Thank you.